0: Way we came so far Blended into normal Seemed like in the dark Fear controlled Let me in Cause I'm lost out here Baby I'm getting bolder Just like intimacy When good sex is over That I only see What I wanted to see Some faces we made To face each other Some games we played To pull some lovers While you're at it uh, You could take my eyes Cause I don't want to see What we do for peace Push comes to shove another game of Face down, ass up. My love is blind. Why try to see? Welcome to the Truth of Power podcast. I'm Curious G. As we get into these topics, I'm slowly beginning to realize it's difficult to wrap it up in a week. Sometimes these topics just take a little bit more attention than others. And now we're starting to get into some guests. We're starting to capture the female perspective, which is awfully exciting. This week, We're back in sex. Hope you enjoy the show. This is Curious G, back on the Truth, the Power podcast. And today I have another guest. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, brand new guest.
0: Brand new guest.
1: My name is Lisa.
0: Lisa. (laughs) Lisa is actually got a song that she came on to. In studio, right?
1: Oh, I did. Yes. I forgot about that. That you was You forgot so fun. about
0: that. That was a while ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it
1: was. It was the only time I've been recorded and felt okay about it.
0: <laughs> but your but your song is actually following this song. So this, this episode here is actually a two-part episode. It was only supposed to be one on each topic, but this is a big goddamn topic. But your song is coming up the next song. So at the end of your episode now, we're going to introduce Think Knock Shock. Yay. And it's her voice that you get at the beginning of that song. Yeah. So um this is Lisa.
1: So what are we talking about today, Sean?
0: Well, let's not just jump fucking crazy into sex. Let's oh, just, let's, I, well, let's I just, tickle the I wanted balls you to, for a minute. Here's
1: the thing. I wanted you to say, let's talk about sex, <laughs> Let's baby. talk about
0: sex, baby.
1: Let's talk about, yeah, sex. You and. <laughs> let's talk about sex. So, anyway.
0: so, so listen, listen, let's talk a little bit about, thank knock shock since that shit's coming up pretty okay. quick. So what was your experience like there? At the studio? Mm.
1: Oh my gosh. It, well, first of all, it was beautiful. Mm. I wasn't expecting it to be so comfy cozy. What did and... you think
0: of when you saw the outside of that motherfucker? Because I had saw it from the outside. I was like, ooh. A sketch. Sketch?
1: Total sketch. Yeah, yeah.
0: But they're fucking the best. And they've redone their stuff. Like just in the last couple of months, they've redone all of the equipment inside. They've got the the top of the line, brand new, best of everything now. Fucking badass.
1: It makes me want to be a rock star. I bet I would want to live there if I could. You yeah, you
0: should see it now. Now I'm like, envious
1: of all we're, we're, successful music people.
0: Where Randy sits up at the thing, now it all lights up and does all those fucking colors and rainbows and shit. You're like, why? Ooh. It's not
1: like there's an audience there.
0: No, it's probably for him. I don't know, man. Puts him <laughs> in the mood.
1: <laughs> you know what? I have to say, there's not very many people in Washington with a pool that I've met so far. Mm. Um, it's always good to know somebody with a pool.
0: Well, nobody lives there. That's that's a house that got turned into a studio, Oh, and I,
1: so I can actually jump the fence and use the pool whenever you, I want
0: you to? You probably could. They probably got some <laughs> kind of security shit. If but. I
1: remembered how to get there.
0: But you and Anthony came on the same day to the studio because that was the day we did Motherfucker.
1: Yeah, it was really fun to watch him. Watch mm. you in motion, too. It was really fun, like, just seeing the creative juices flowing. And everything went so smoothly that day. Mm. It's like it was meant to be. It all just happened.
0: Well, you know what was funny is I I didn't realize that nobody I knew had seen me do anything like that up until that point. Right? Wild. Like I hadn't really been performing. I was just focused on getting into the studio and getting these songs recorded. And it hadn't really been too long that I'd been doing it up to that point. Like, um, you know, we're just getting into the second album at this point. Now I'm I'm, I'm finishing. Uh, I finished the fourth, and I'm into the fifth. Right, uh-huh. <laughs> like I'm halfway through the fifth. That's a lot. Wow, it is a lot. And um, but back, you've been
1: working like crazy.
0: I have been working. Yeah, like a lot crazy. to say. Fuck, like I'm think I'm running out of shit to say. I don't know, but, <laughs> but
1: that'll be the day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that was the first time that like people I knew saw me do anything. You know what I mean? And it was. It kind of put me off my game a little bit. You know, to be honest with you. Um, because I was worried about you guys instead of worried about what I was doing. But it was a good learning experience because now, like, I'm starting to get used to a lot of distractions when mm. I do stuff like that. That's
1: probably good. Yeah. You know, I have to say, I really appreciated um, your... I am always full of ideas. I've been like this at work. Um, I, I like to be able to just...
0: Well, you're a smart girl.
1: Oh, I thank picked up you. on that shit. Thank you. Sometimes I want to shake the world and say, if you would only listen to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we all feel that way from time to time.
1: Yeah. But I, w- I was super impressed with your, um, openness to my feedback. I mean, you, you had no ego in that at all. And it was, it felt really good for me to feel like I was contributing to the creative process in more than just singing the part that I did.
0: You know, I did that song um, with Anthony that day. Uh, hum is what the name of it is because you can't put on the radio, motherfucker, which is the actual name of the song, right? It, it's, oh yeah, because it's, it's, you
1: can't say it you, and you can't say all the no, symbols.
0: I, I, it's it's that on the radio. It's been on the radio a lot, and I think we said motherfucker probably fifty times.
1: <laughs> it's on the radio.
0: Know. It's been on the radio. Oh. Yeah, it's been not the radio radio, but the internet like Spotify oh. and YouTube oh yeah, that's and different and, and I iP- you know iTunes and all that. Like, stuff. And like they have that.
1: Isn't the FCC Right. That yeah, they would get involved. All that. With, yeah,
0: but yeah, that that song you can't really put the it's title of. Like all the of good it.
1: songs get bleeped out.
0: Yeah, you couldn't put the title of motherfucker. But I am that motherfucker when it comes to <laughs> criticism. Like I, I literally, um, I want to do as well as I can with this. Yeah. And I think that artists don't always see themselves clearly, right? So I have a touchstone. You know what a touchstone is?
1: I. Do you always ask these questions? It's like, and I hear Anthony respond. I'm like, yes, he knows, he knows something, but not like the origin. I am, and curious. you know the origin.
0: Cu- Noel, well, I don't know. I, I, a I touchstone like-
1: to me is like, it's like you're north, you're mm. North Star.
0: Pretty close in but a sense, maybe more of an. It had to do with an metals. Anchor? It had to do with metals. It was like the t- the testing of, of of gold and things like that. Like you use the touchstone to make sure that your your metals were right.
1: Oh, like when I go to recycling and to know if my cans aluminum or tin, they have a little magnet.
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's the only way <laughs> See, I now know. Now I'm
0: curious. <laughs> God damn it! I've got to learn something else. <laughs> I don't know.
1: That's at the recycling center. But
0: my touchstone is Rob. Rob is my music producer. And I tell him all the time, I'm like, dude, if nobody else in this fucking world is honest with me, you've got to be that motherfucker with me. you got to tell me when, A, my ego's getting big or if I'm not seeing something clearly or if a song sucks. You can tell me if the fucking song sucks. I don't want to know when it's on the radio, right? Yeah. but uh, He seems
1: like a he's a good, I haven't met him yet, which I hope to someday, but he, I can, I hear you guys on the podcast and it seems like you guys have a great relationship and he is that person for well, you. Well, we
0: do have a great relationship, but here's the thing. We haven't physically been in the same room as each other for a lot of years. You're
1: kidding me. No, I'm not fucking All kidding. All of that you. is remote.
0: Oh yeah. We do it over the phone. Wow. Yeah. So, so this is the way that, that Rob and I got to know each other. I was in film school at Seattle Film Institute, and I ended up working um, on some music video ideas for this guy, L-Rock. I basically wrote a script for a music video. L-Rock,
1: and, I take it as a stage name? He, a... Yeah,
0: he's a rapper.
1: Okay. And, Sounds like it.
0: And Rob was- Was f- it
1: E-L-Rock or was it L R O
0: C and that oh, all together? Motherfucker is fire. If you guys, if you guys haven't heard him, he's out of yeah. Tacoma Love rap. and, um, that motherfucker's fire. Right? I think
1: I've asked you before, and I don't know if you have any connections, but I really want to go to a local hip hop show. Mm. To me, that energy is amazing. I want to
0: go to see Nas in October. <gasps> Nas and Wu-Tang Clan.
1: No uh-huh. way. It's going to be a big crowd though, right? Well, I hope so. Well, of course it is. It's Nas and Wu Tang.
0: And I'm not. I'm not Wow. A, I, and I am excited to see Nas this show. Nas
1: is. Uh, you don't can't see what I'm doing right now, but I'm raising my hands up like I'm going to bow down to him. He is a fucking genius. Yeah, these
0: are these are the guys that um, that I looked up to in the world of hip hop when I just listened to it long before. And when I started to write hip hop, right? Like these are the people I wanted to be like, right? Nas, um, uh, The Roots, right? Black Thought from The Roots, right? Uh, uh, KRS-One, right? Like these dudes, because they- You know, they, I'm not going to say that everything that they ever rapped about was deep and all that kind of shit, but they had something to say and I wanted to be that motherfucker. So, yeah. (laughs) and I I think I am that motherfucker, but I need my touchstone, which is Rob. And I tell you the day that you were in the studio, you were the, the, the person that gave me the most to work with because you didn't just blow smoke up my ass. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate that.
1: I don't have any smoke to blow. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I I do smoke, but I am smokeless on the inside. I that's a form of manipulation. I just I don't think I've ever had that gift.
0: Well, I, I people think I'm bullshit and when I say I want you to give me your honest opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if somebody just told me it all fuck it sucks, Sean, all the time, I would probably get a little sad. That.
1: <laughs> Go cry <laughs> but, under the blanket. But I don't
0: think that I do. I, I really believe in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that um like Anthony says that my stuff is so different for a lot of people that, um, it's hard for some people to get into it at first.
1: Well, I've given you my feedback. Can I share that right you now? You can. I have said, you know, if you're a little tighter on this or a little, you know, sharp right here, or maybe take out that word, you know, so it fits a little better. And, um, cause I'm thinking about like sellability. Yeah, um, yeah. and you've let me know, that that isn't what your focus is. Your focus is on what you're saying. Oh yeah. And I totally respect that. So
0: there's, yeah, there's some things that I wanted to say. And sometimes I do, I do switch it up to make it sound a little bit better, but then other times I'm like, ah, there's a motherfucking point there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I would rather, I would rather have um, the right words with what I'm trying to say than the catchy words. So
1: again, my feedback, and I'm going to stick to this
0: regardless. Mm. Oh shit. She's going to bring it.
1: I think it would, your message might hit people harder if you did do it a little sharper and stuff at times, Mm. but Hey, unless you want to fire me, hire me as your full-time manager. (laughs) Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm might, gonna just say might, my piece and that's it. I might it. do
0: that. I've, I've said
1: that before. I said I've I'd, always thought I could be a good manager. Might
0: unfuck the world. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Speaking of which,
0: yeah. Uh, Sean's
1: got this nice hat. It's a little trucker hat that says unfuck the world in it. Yeah. And it's all in like lowercase. I think messages are way more powerful when they're in lowercase. It's kind of like people listen to you more if you st- speak softly
0: sometimes i try to use lowercase and my phone won't let me you ever try to write god in, in lowercase
1: oh you know what my phone doesn't autocorrect because i've got a cheap ass phone it doesn't oh do that but i yes i do know i understand
0: mine always gives me the capital g and then the i right like uh, t.s elliot um he did this thing where
1: i love t.s elliot i fell in love with him in seventh grade did you know him as a poet <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: No, I meant no. Personally. No,
1: I'm sorry. You know what? I'm thinking of E. E. Cummings. I'm thinking of E. E. Cummings. His you know his what? name was in lowercase. You
0: know what? I think it is he's E. 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 One, Cummings. You're right. He's it's the one e. I found with the one. Not thing. T. S. Eliot. I don't know why I was well, thinking T. S. <S. T. S. Eliot.
1: A, I feel like I should know.
0: But but you're right. E. E. Cummings is the one that did this, and he yes. does he does the lowercase i a lot of the times. Yes. And it it has different meanings than his capital i, mm-hmm. and it has to do with a little bit of. Um, you know, there's an inside person and there's an outside person. But we're getting off on fucking topic. We're supposed to be talking about goddamn sex. Okay. We're supposed to be balls deep in this topic. Because I, gonna...
1: I could go off a little bit oh, more yeah. on this.
0: The but... tangent police are going to come in the motherfucking door. Yeah. And they're going to throw you up against yeah. the wall. We
1: can talk for hours and it feels like minutes, so...
0: Yeah, so we <laughs> We might get... make this like better... a
1: four-part series if we don't get...
0: <laughs> we better get to some sex because this is enough foreplay. Yes,
1: let's talk about sex.
0: Okay, so... I've, and is this
1: how you do foreplay?
0: Well, <laughs> I have some technic and this isn't the way it goes. Technic? usually. Technic. <laughs> um, anyways, so let's, let's get into this topic. And I kind of shared with you the song, right? Yes. So you kind of have some. Shove. Yeah. Shove. Yeah. You got a little bit of that. Um,
1: shove rhymes with love.
0: It does. And that was intentional, actually. Yeah. That was intentional. Um, because there was, I felt like love was a little bit violent with me. And I felt like I came out of um, my first marriage a little violent with love. You know, like in the very start of those lyrics, you know, head games, the way we bait each other, mm. the way we play, come fake and to another. It's like we're afraid to say what we feel, but trading numbers. You know, and this is this is kind Isn't of what Isn't that I,
1: true for like so many relationships? Yeah.
0: And this is like, I was in it and I was aware of it while I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. While I was doing it. And I'm I'm going to say that, you know, I tried not to be a sexist, but I think I was into some sexist stuff at that time. I just came out of uh, uh, my first divorce and um, my heart was fucking broken mm-hmm. and I was in that marriage and there was, um, I'm not going to say that we had meaningless sex the whole time, but it became that it became empty. Yeah. You know,
1: can I ask you after you guys were not together, did you tell every female um, how crazy your ex was? (laughs) Actually, I didn't. Um, There are some men that do that. And I'm just like, you know, women aren't just like, well, I can't say I'm making a general statement by saying that. But I'm like, you know, sometimes crazies provoke.
0: You know, and that wasn't that wasn't the way that I really kind of talked about her um, with you anybody. You don't do that
1: with anyone. I admire that about you.
0: Um, so you don't uh,
1: throw people under the bus.
0: I, I try not. To. Yeah. I, well, why would I? I mean, do I need to fucking make people look bad to make myself look good? Because I fucking don't. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> your your penis is obviously of a decent size because well, people with small penises tend to do that.
0: Bit above average. <laughs> You know, if it was really, this is, this is the truth. Okay. So if I had one of those motherfucking cocks, I mean the cocks, you know, those big ones, I would probably hung like a horse. Yeah. I would Uh walk around with a frame around it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You might, you might get arrested. That would be to me though. That is like, um, what, what do you call it when people do art in, in society? Like there's a term for that. Performance art. Performance art. That would be beautiful performance art. Oh, yeah.
0: I would, I would, this is how I would get dates. I would walk around with a frame around it. Yeah. I'd probably take pictures of it and put it on t shirts. (laughs) I mean, oh, shit. Anyway,
1: what did you do? All excited over there.
0: I did get a little excited (laughs) talking about my big ass non existent cock. keep them guessing. I backed up and I knocked over a candle onto the keyboard of mm. my fucking little thing here. Mm. And um we just got shut Sorry, the fuck I didn't down. Get
1: you all riled up. I,
0: I didn't expect to get shut down by a candle holder. <laughs> I actually expected to get shut down with the cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs>
1: candle holder cancel
0: culture.
1: <laughs> That's poetry in motion it right is there. Poetry
0: in motion. Okay, so
1: <sighs> are we back on?
0: We're back on. Okay so so
1: I had something I wanted to say. So the, the it doesn't matter anymore.
0: The thing that really fucked me up in that relationship was was not necessarily her. It was the the um the fact that there was no intimacy anymore. The
1: vacuousness.
0: Yeah, and there's there's a line in this that captures the feeling that I really I was trying to express. Right, where it goes. Uh, It was basically her, like she had a lot of fear, right? Um, Let me in because I'm lost out here. Mm -hmm. Baby, I'm getting bolder, just like intimacy when good sex is over. And this is the way I felt in that relationship. I was getting bolder and bolder and I was starting to, I guess, set some boundaries and say some things Mm -hmm. because I I felt like I was fucking uh, starving emotionally inside Mm -hmm. this relationship Mm -hmm. with somebody that at one time filled me up and I never wanted to be that... Person In a relationship You know And Yeah Because we had a We had a, a, a daughter You know Miss Gayla I, I didn't want Big
1: hugs to Gayla Big
0: hugs to Gayla Hugs you know? all day long Yeah And I didn't want to be That person For a lot of reasons um, Because I wanted to uh, Raise a child That saw A good example For love Because mm-hmm. I had no idea What the fuck That looked like When I was growing up Yeah right? same And and I wanted to Be different And um. So there was a lot of shit going on. And um, so the the song Shove, like I came out of that relationship and it, kind of the attitude that I had was, all right, face down, ass up. You know, if love is blind, why do we need to see each other? You know, and it's like, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just going to get mine, was my attitude. And I became a little bit of a sexist for a little while. I will say that.
1: Oh, it sounds like a little, uh, yeah. I don't, uh,
0: <sighs> People hurt. Protection people hurt and then, then they hurt back exactly There's hurt people hurt
1: people you were just protecting yourself and being like okay hurt. well if this is how it's going to be this is how it's going to be
0: hurt people hurt people you yeah you know
1: i i i was just i just had a re, i was just reminded of what i was like in my 20s when i was not very emotionally mature i bet
0: mature. you were sexy in your 20s
1: oh i've been sexy my oh, whole shit. life what are you talking about
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> okay what were you like in I've your 20s i've never been
1: like you know here, like I've never dressed skimpily mm. or anything like that. I'm a good. I was raised Catholic girl. You know, uniform. Don't make me
0: go Howard Stern in this motherfucker. I know
1: it happens all the time. Oh my god, the things I would see on the public transportation. Oh my god. All right, so Men I didn't pervs. want to distract you. What anyway, were you going
0: to say about your twenties? God damn it.
1: Um, I was emotionally immature. I did not have a good example of you know loving relationship, and I have to say, um. I don't know. I think this might be true for a lot of women, but I didn't really know how to express my emotions. And I would kind of set whoever I was dating up to have them prove themselves to me in some way. Like Mm -hmm. I'd push them away and, you know, to see like, what, how much? Like they'll come running back or something. These and are the head
0: games from that. Song. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was
1: head games. I didn't know it was head games. It mm. wasn't an intention that I had. Yeah, I just wasn't very, you know, capable of more or anything else at that time. Um, I didn't realize how I hurt people, you know. But I was hurt. I was trying to conform though into society, and I didn't want to do it, and so I never have. But that, trans, like going through those stages, um, there were, uh, it took a toll on mm. me, yeah. I guess, so I'm thinking of a specific relationship. I was in in my later 20s um, where I, you know, got my first real job. I mean, I've had had jobs before, but this was my first, I'm out of school. You know, I'm in the working world. I you were adulting. Place. I was totally adulting.
0: <laughs> had my
1: own place for the first time and, you know, mm. was seeing this guy. And he, all of his friends were in relationships and some were married. In fact, most of them were married. And, um... You know, I was just trying to like see if that's what I wanted. I felt like I was stepping into like a Melrose Place thing, though. There was a lot of drama um, and was kind of weirdness within the relationships of this group of people. But I didn't feel like I fit in. I didn't want to be one of those people. Um,
0: I think a lot of people feel that way, though. We, yeah. we, judge, we judge the way that we think people are feeling by what we see on the outside You know what I mean? I never got to know any of those
1: people, like never had an intimate conversation with them. So Mm. here we go. You
0: know, Melrose Place. Did you watch that show?
1: I hated that show. You did. There was a girl I worked with that looked like the redhead and I don't remember who she is, but okay. I watched it sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) but I wasn't like. The truth comes out. It was like 90210 Melrose. I, I never went home. Like I could totally miss. I could watch one episode a season, mm. I guess just cause my friends talked about it. I kind of want to know what was going on, but I read the sports paper for the same reason back then. Okay. So I could have, you know, participate in conversations at work.
0: Okay. So you that was a up,
1: sexist thing that I had to do, or yeah. that's the thing I had to do to comply with the sexism of the workplace.
0: Sex comes into a lot of areas of our lives, but you said something that to me is very significant about communication. And I really think that our education system in a, in a sense fails.
1: Oh my God, me too.
0: So one of the, one of the statistics I found when I was researching this topic is there's only 24 states that teach sex education in the United States. Oh, that's not even how I was going to go about this. No, I mean, I'm actually thinking about schools, right?
1: Yeah, I think schools should help people deal with life and deal with emotions and have emotional maturity.
0: Communication.
1: Communication. That's where I thought we were going with this. And
0: and this is where I'm going with this.
1: It really is the basis of the sex education. But,
0: But check this out, all right? All right, so you got 24 states in the United States that will teach sex ed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I worked for the health department um at in Portland mm. and it took I can't believe how recently like uh condoms and stuff were able to be Well this like,
0: is what I was about to in say. in school. This is what I was about to say. of the of the 24 that teach it. Yeah. 14 are not even required to give factual information.
1: <laughs> I believe it.
0: And it's because of the can't handle
1: science and reality. It's because
0: of the influence (laughs) of churches and you know, our so called morals, Uh, right?
1: Yeah, because if if a gay person like teaches them then they'll be gay. That kind of ridiculousness well
0: there's a lot of ideas that, kind of fear. That, that that we put onto the kids you know and it's like when think about when like when when you're talking to kids about their their dirty bits right yeah like we give it names well
1: men have a lot more names um women have don't really aren't really given names to be honest like I didn't know I didn't have real names uh, for my bits until I was older
0: well I mean the JJ is what we used to say to our girls oh like I, got, was,
1: I I was very um we raised sheltered three, we too. raised three girls I
0: was, and I remember saying the JJ when they were young
1: oh there was no no word I w- I was when I had my period my dad was told your daughters become a woman today hmm. and so that's it was, about it that's about the level of sex talk that happened in my house ever
0: that was a celebration in my house when, As when it the, should be when the girls had um their their, Period, you know we we celebrated that shit. Yeah. Um, and I will give it up to Lynn. She was the one that kind of had that as the idea, and I didn't know because as a dude, like you're just like you know, <laughs> I had a hard time buying tampons, and I was always the tampon buyer. I don't know why these motherfuckers. You had four <laughs> women in my house, and y'all motherfuckers never bought no tampons. I was always I heard buying a tampons. Funny
1: comedian saying that uh, he was um, when his daughter. Uh, you know, became of age and he was like a single dad at the time. And he didn't want to like, he didn't, he wanted to make sure he got the right thing. So he went and bought like, a little of everything. <laughs> and oh, there's yeah. like a pantry full of feminine products in there.
0: I should have been buying them fucked up ones on purpose. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, I'd fuck it up so bad they'd stop yeah, get, asking. Get
1: like the big kind. Just get the the kind that they would sell for a quarter in the women's bathrooms. Those were the worst. Like like come home with diapers or yeah, something. exactly. <laughs> hey baby, here you go. Isn't that men's trickle along? Oh, I'll break some dishes. So I don't have to uh, do the dishes. That's Oops. it. That's
0: it. <laughs> Shell. 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 Silverstein wrote that poem.
1: Did he? Yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah.
0: If they, if you have to do the dishes instead of going to the store, if you have to do the dishes and you drop a few on the floor, <laughs> maybe they won't ask you to do the dishes anymore or some <laughs> shit like that, right?
1: I love that
0: guy. But we're getting back to communication, like I feel like it, it's one of those things that if we can't communicate openly and honestly about sex, how can we ever- ask for what we want honestly or set boundaries mm-hmm. right yeah. and I, I i i don't know what it is to be a woman that's why i'm so excited to have a woman on the show i'm just right? one like one of many well we, you're the second on this topic i actually had a woman already talk on this topic awesome so um here's the thing like uh as a woman i i, I I'm not going to make a judgment here, but I think that sometimes women have sex when they don't want to, to please the man. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes communicating that, Hey, I don't want to do this right now is, is sometimes difficult because they want to be liked, you know, I've is, never this, done that. is this a fucked up judgment on my part? Nor do you think this is accurate?
1: Um, I can only speak for myself. Okay. Um, I have only ever had sex and think, goodness for this um with men i've wanted to
0: Ooh. that's that's great in our society
1: yeah i've never even faked an orgasm
0: you know, I have not either. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I I thought I about it. I actually
1: think maybe there have been times that a guy's is facing an orgasm See, with me. I can't say. You know, I, I, don't I know. I've kind of thought about it's it. possible. I
0: thought, you know, what happens if you start to sober up <laughs> <laughs> and you don't like where you are?
1: <laughs> <laughs> or it's just going on for a little too long. You're like, okay.
0: But, you know, I've would. I I've, I've thought about it enough to have a plan. First, i <laughs> I'd have him face the other way. Right? <laughs> You can't just, you so know. Thoughtful of you. Well, you can't just spit on their back and fake it. No,
1: but no, but if a guy has a condom on, you can't really tell.
0: No, I suppose you can't.
1: I mean, but, if unless you like inspect the condom afterwards for and the you evidence. You don't want to
0: make this sound when you're faking it as a guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> You could, have, me. you could just have like some like warmed up like lube or something. And just drop it
0: uh, on the back. Well, you know what? Um, Howie Mandel. And we're done. Howie Mandel said he liked to go to um, those those theaters that had porn with a squirt Ew. gun with Jergens lotion and shoot men in the back of the head <laughs> <laughs> as a joke. But not even people that sat in front of him. Oh, that but is. Like,
1: well- like the
0: guy that was the guy saying, who's
1: afraid of germs would go even go to one of those places. I
0: think that's, it was part of his act, but he's like he's funny. like look for a big guy <laughs> that's sitting behind a small guy, or or you know having a small guy in front. Yep, you, know, you get it, you get it, right? Howie, you evil fucking super bastard. super
1: full of cat pee. But anyway, well, you can do that with Let's a squirt sure gun full of drugs. <laughs> Super Sucker would be um, very uh, obvious. Oh, yeah. You'd I've have to have a little score gun.
0: Building this out, <laughs> <That is> such <laughs> a
1: funny idea.
0: <laughs> so we're supposed to be talking about goddamn intimacy.
1: Sorry, that was funny. So communication,
0: right? Schools, 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 schools. Fourteen of them aren't schools required are, to give.
1: Are not around to teach communication.
0: Who did you learn your your sex talk from? Was it your parents? Was it the school? <laughs>
1: Friends. Friends? I actually don't even know. Did
0: you get sex education in school?
1: Um, We did have a class that was taught by a nun who Ooh. was our-
0: How would um, she know? She's
1: got nun. She was not only our principal, she was the mother superior at the time. So talk about intimidating. Oh. And sh- this woman, I'm not even going to- She had the straightest back I've ever seen. You could literally put a plank- up from the top of her head to the tip of her of her heel, it'd be
0: straight. Well, if they took the stick out of her ass, I wonder what it <laughs> would look like at that point.
1: So I'm not going to speak any bad about her at all. But I remember um, the very first like real kiss <laughs> I had was the summer between seventh and eighth grade. Um, Nate Nathan Leak. If anybody knows him, I'd love to like. Go. <laughs> find him somehow and be like, do you remember me? You were the first boy that ever stuck his tongue, stuck their tongue in my mouth. Oh Oh my God. We had such a romantic time, um, during this like week long time that we were camping with our family in another city. So we weren't like from the same town. That's kind of sucked. But, um, we French kissed. And at first I didn't know what to do with my tongue. And it took me a little moment, minute to go, Oh, Oh, this is, this is what's happening. So then I kissed him back. It was amazing. And then we could, I get to school the next year and was told in eighth grade by our, you know, teacher, who's the principal and mother superior. Maybe she wasn't both. She was definitely our principal. I don't remember who was mother superior at the time, but I think it was her, um, that kissing, leads to fornication, and that's a sin, or that French kissing is, you know, like, it'll lead to sex.
0: Kissing is the gateway. It is. (laughs) It's like marijuana, right? And I'm like,
1: but it felt so good. (laughs) How can this be bad?
0: So you learned from from the nun that was getting nun... (laughs) (laughs) And never had none. That's
1: why I never thought Um, I could be a nun. I masturbated way too much. And I was like, if I became a nun, I would be masturbating all the time and I'd get in a lot of trouble.
0: And this is stuff (laughs) that like, how could they, how could they really teach it? Because they're not going to tell you about like uh, wearing rubbers, right? Like, not that you wore rubbers, but like the, protecting you ourselves. You mean like galoshes
1: no. to go out in the rain?
0: Like there's some responsibility with sex, right? Our responsibility to protect ourselves. And and that should be part of the conversation with so sex. So I
1: was raised Catholic. Catholics don't have sex until they're married. And I've never been married. And therefore I'm a virgin.
0: They had to realize <laughs> that some of the fucking people that was in that class might not live the way that they wanted them to. They have to realize this. I guess they didn't feel that as a responsibility. Yeah,
1: but the parents that paid the money, they had a responsibility to them to, you know, teach their
0: Yeah, it's kids. all bullshit. Yeah. It's all bullshit.
1: And then I mean like you live in the real world, you're right. You live in the real world and mm. we're not given good information. I wasn't given good information. Thank goodness I didn't like make mistakes necessarily because of that. Um I knew, you know, you could get pregnant. I didn't know much about STDs, though, however.
0: This is what I'm getting at. This is it. Hello.
1: Yeah. That was a whole new thing. I remember when I went to college and uh, the very first paper that was published my freshman year had a picture of a close-up chlamydia Mm. on the front And it was scary looking at that. Very scary. Oh, shit! (laughs) my God. It did not keep me from having sex. But I'll tell you, I just I had no idea that could happen.
0: Oh, they showed us pictures, too. I mean, there was a penis that looked like some broccoli or something. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, I've seen some things.
1: There was a guy I had a crush on and I was told by a friend of mine he has um, and he has an STD. I didn't know. I didn't Mm. really know what it was. But don't don't get with him.
0: Here, here's the so thing. So I just knew he was dirty.
1: Here's the, here's the
0: thing. You know what the most common symptom of STDs is? Ignorance? No. Is that a symptom? Well, no, it a is. symptom. You're trying to be funny. This is my thing. An actual
1: <laughs> symptom of an STD? Yeah.
0: You know what? What is the most common? Burning? I don't know. The most common symptom of STDs is no symptoms at all. <gasps> <gasps> Oh my god! Shocking. And these are things that nobody fucking talks about because nobody communicates about this shit. When we're honestly, where we actually need it, we're so fucked up with sex, right? Yeah. There's 13 states in the United States that give rights to the rapist, parental rights to the rapist. Still, oh my god! Don't even get me started still, on.
1: There is- I'm going to throw, it makes me want to just throw I up.
0: Think, I think, I actually don't remember because I did this research a while ago. We've taken
1: a big setback with- This is, this is something
0: else I, I got out of some of my research, but I did this a long time ago, so I don't really know the exact number, but I do think that it's a couple of more states than that, more than that 13, that actually um, it's legal to fucking an animal here in the United States. Legal to fuck an animal.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Is is it explicitly spelled out? Yeah,
0: because people were doing this shit back on the farms and shit like that. Like, we haven't changed these laws.
1: Show me one of those laws. I want to know. Oh, Jesus.
0: The internet. I'm sure they're in there. The internet. (laughs) Look up uh, animal fucking
1: laws. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like the internet, though. People, there hasn't, there's a lot of cleanup that doesn't happen. Mm. And I think that's true with our laws, too. Like, there's shit that's, still on the books um until people really pay attention say get that out of there you know you'd think
0: that'd be something they want to change you know oh, what I'm saying that you would just think. kind of
1: wish I'd gone to law school I could read all these laws I'm fine yeah but here's the thing again I don't have that uh manipulation gene and mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd be a good uh, finder of loopholes if I was a lawyer I'd want to be a lawyer for the people Anyway, let's get back to the topic. Let's get Sorry. back to the goddamn This is about me.
0: It's all about it's sex. It's about sex. Okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> I have this opinion. Um, you're my age, close to my age. Uh-huh. You're a little Very younger. Um, I have this opinion that most of the people in our age group learn sex like from a nun or schools or something like that other than parents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmothers and your grandmothers probably age, they probably did get the the talk from their parents you know who kids are learning about sex from today? Internet. Goddamn right.
1: And porn videos, probably. Porn videos,
0: porn videos. And this is entertainment, right? This isn't reality. It's it's adult and entertainment. And do you know how
1: many young girls are in porn videos still? I mean, like...
0: Mm. Oh, you mean underage?
1: Oh, I'm sure they're
0: underage. Well, uh, probably some. Probably. Sometimes I
1: go to look up some porn and I'm like, there are so many young girls, I can't watch this. Ugh.
0: You know, and... <sighs> That's another topic altogether, but the framing of our sexuality for the kids today through the lens of porn. um, I think parents got to start getting involved again, you know what I mean? And not leaving it up to the schools and, and having some conversations. And I think it starts with language. I think it starts with language where we actually, you know, if the kid is asking the question, guess what? They're ready for the answer.
1: Uh, you know, I can't agree with you more. I've never had my own little, little person experiment. To, I've never had my own child to like.
0: What are we talking about? Midgets here? You want to do some midget no, shit? No, <laughs> I
1: mean like my own prodigy to like mold and.
0: I was going to say, know, I don't from... think women have midget fantasies. I know men do. Like we have midget fantasies. What did I, don't I say know.
1: that sounded like midget? You
0: said you'd never had your own little person.
1: <laughs> well, I am a little person myself. Well, you're tiny,
0: but you wouldn't be a, considered a little person. Okay. I'm um, sorry. I'm trying no, but to be funny. I think if
1: we thought of kids, they're so darn cute. It's hard to think of them as like little adults, but they're adults just in small bodies, and they're, they're potential adults, right? In small bodies. Mm. And we like tell them all these stories that are total stories and you know, all that kind of stuff. I had that growing up too. And I don't think it damaged me the stork? or anything.
0: Did you get the stork?
1: Yes, I definitely was told mm. about the stork and the tooth fairy and the mm. rabbit and the Easter bunny and Jesus and all those stories. Who is this? Sorry, that was Jesus a, the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of was stories, he Santa. I mean, there was just a lot of stories. And that's fun, you know? It, there's fun things about being a kid the awe, the wonder of the world. Yeah, I was you know? a
0: horrible parent. I'd never taught my daughter about none of that shit.
1: I don't none think that's it. actually horrible. Being an adult now, looking back, <sighs> I'm not sure how I could um, get away with that.
0: She thanks me for that today. She hated me when I was young or when she was young. Yeah. I guess I was younger. <laughs> she hated me. She thought I was broken. She's like, dad's confused. <laughs> All these people, they know what's up. But daddy- <laughs> dad,
1: You are doing it wrong. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Because, you know, I, I, I didn't tell her about Santa. And I, I did this in the Christmas Matrix episode. Oh, we had
1: Santa come to our house. And you oh. know what? We gave him like a nice bottle of booze and he was very happy. Oh,
0: yeah. He's always been happy about mm-hmm. booze.
1: And he had the rosy cheeks <laughs> and the red nose, like a typical mm. overdrinker would have. But he was Santa.
0: But so the intimacy thing- And communication, right? I think if we actually had a little bit more communication in schools and with our parents, um, honestly, openly, and practice this stuff, I think intimacy would be improved. But I think that's the thing that most people point at for having intimacy is conversation. And I don't think that's necessarily the only thing, right? Um, There was a, 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 a TED Talk that I listened to, and it was a woman that was talking about um, achieving intimacy,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and she I said, "Listen to that. It's
1: been a long time, but I yeah. can remember
0: that one." She said, that, that the sound of intimacy is this." Mm. I like that. Mm. Right? That there's often um, the non-communicative stuff that we do with each other that really creates the intimacy.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it could be as as simple as coming up and hugging.
1: Definitely. You know,
0: it, it could be as simply as, um, you know what, let me take care of those dishes. Why don't you go relax? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and it isn't necessarily the things that we're, we're saying sometimes. It's sometimes the things we do for the other person.
1: Totally. I remember another guy I dated. Um, he, you know, we would spend the day together and we'd get home and, you know, he would want to have sex. And to me, like, it felt like just jumping into sex. And he didn't understand that, um, until I went and I was seeing a counselor, um, and I was talking about that and she's like, well, intimacy starts like way earlier in the day for women. It can, I mean, Mm -hmm. the emotional part of that, of that act. And, uh, we didn't, we didn't have that, you know, he didn't like touch my arm or do anything like, uh, intimate, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when it got to that point, when we had sex, okay, that is a time I remember I did have sex when I didn't really want to. felt really clinical having sex with him. Mm. But uh, yeah, that relationship didn't last.
0: See, and I don't think that's just a woman thing. There's, for me, there's intimacy. He
1: he also didn't know how to be vulnerable in any other way. So
0: there's intimacy that for me, that starts to in different ways right and and maybe it's a little bit sexual right for me like i like it when um my partner is wearing a dress
1: mm.
0: right i'll make that request and i'm not even Does thinking about it have about, to be red no
1: red is a supposed red to be isn't red isn't
0: necessarily my main thing but i've been into it for about a You're year wearing and a half i have red pants I right am, now and i got red ass pillows you on you have my red bed. pillows on your but bed but it's 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 been a new thing for me Right, my colors in history have been like blue and green and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, blue's black. my favorite color. I'm, I'm big into black. Right. Same. Uh, um, look at
1: my wardrobe. But, I look like a goth girl.
0: <laughs> but I liked, I liked. Like Lynn wore a lot of dresses, and sometimes I'd put in the request,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: sometimes I would say, "I don't want you to wear panties today." Uh huh. And I didn't know when it was going to happen, but it was a little exciting to me to know that day. Yeah. She didn't have panties.
1: There was once, um, I remember going out for a nice dinner and purposefully wearing a pair of skimpy lacy panties. It's probably one of the only pairs of thongs I've owned in my life. Mm. And, um, at some point in dinner, I, um, went to use the restroom and when I came back, I tucked it like into his jacket Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So like nobody could see, but just a little like, mm, mm, mm. now, you know, I don't have panties on. <laughs> What's going to happen?
0: And see, I think that those are the, some, some of the games that we have to play a little bit, you know? Absolutely. Um, I worked with the guy that said that he used to do date night with his wife and they would go to a bar, but they wouldn't drive together.
1: They'd act like they were
0: they were eating. Yeah. Meeting and and it was like that it was a thrill it was a thrill to them to
1: see other people paying attention to
0: him yeah yeah and and then him come over and be like hey what's up you know Mm -hmm. and then get her away from him you know what i mean (laughs) that kind of shit which i guess that could go rough like all of a sudden (laughs) you're like why is my wife's shoe sticking out of the convertible (laughs) (laughs) oh there's plenty of leg room in that (laughs) motherfucking car (laughs) (laughs) He <laughs> yeah, had
1: better game than I did. Step yeah. it up.
0: <laughs> I mean, it could go bad, I suppose. <laughs> All right, but let's get back on this. Unless there's this, certain
1: ground rules, sex I
0: sex thing and the, the framing of- All of, of this s- is about sex. It is. Yeah. But the framing of sexuality with the, the generation that's coming up today through the lens of pornography, I think that that is, um, you know, possibly quite dangerous, you know?
1: Pornography is been dangerous has been said to be dangerous all along and see it's it's it,
0: i think it's easy to jump to that conclusion it is a I'm, form I'm of not entertainment that. it is a form of entertainment and to be honest with you i don't really watch a lot of pornography you know what i mean and this is the reason if i start watching it a lot i'm gonna touch myself and if i touch myself guess what the point for me is getting to the orgasm and mm-hmm. for me i don't really want that right it makes worse sex for me Right. Okay.
1: It Sometimes just Sometimes it's just
0: easier to fall asleep. Well, I suppose it is. <laughs> but like, I don't want sex to just be the point of the orgasm. I want it totally. to be the experience. Yeah. Right.
1: But you know, I think a lot of that depends on the person that you're with, though, too. Eh.
0: Eh. I've had great sex with people that I've not had any.
1: Okay. Same. Yeah. Met that night, went to the car, did it all night long. In the car mm. until the morning comes, and then people are walking by, and you're like, Oh shit, <laughs> like, yeah, that was amazing. And we gotta go, yes.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I, I had this friend, and we, her name is Victoria. Miss Victoria probably was the biggest help to me when me and Lynn ended, right? With mm-hmm. the end of my marriage. Um, I didn't want to get back into the old shove kind of love right where it was like this song yeah Mm -hmm. because i didn't want to go from empty sex in a relationship to empty sex with other people to one day meeting somebody and having this type of shit going on Mm -hmm. right yeah so i've made it my focus since the ending of my last relationship to be friends with women no matter where i meet them Mm -hmm. but i had this one friend victoria and um she actually helped me to finish a song, uh, "Give It Up," that's on my first album, which is a sex song, straight up fucking sex song. It's the first time this topic came up, but I don't think I spoke that much about Victoria on that album or on that on that podcast episode. Um, but sexually, oh my god, me and her have had I feel a fucking connection. You know, it's important. Yeah. It is important. It is important. And I've actually had this conversation with her. I feel that sex is spiritual, that um, it is a time that we can actually come together. And yes, sure, we can enjoy the pleasure for ourselves, but it doesn't have to just be that.
1: I absolutely agree. And I honestly, that Nine Inch nail song, mm. I wanna want to fuck you like an animal. Oh, yeah. Um, you bring me closer to God.
0: That is such a hot song. Seriously.
1: Man. I know. Yeah. That's like, that's real. <laughs> like that's, that's real.
0: Yeah. There's, there's a little bit of animalistic to us. Yeah. And that's okay. Oh,
1: a little bit. We really are animals.
0: The This is a true thing. I just, <laughs> I just thought about this. This is the kind of shit that I got in my head though. I walk around with this shit. You know, they, they tried really hard to get, Uh, I think it was chimpanzees or a primate, Mm -hmm. some kind of primate, Mm -hmm. to recognize their reflection in a mirror and realize that it is not another uh, primate, Uh right? And each time that the primate actually makes a connection that that's them in the mirror, do you know what the first thing those motherfuckers do is?
1: Oh, you've told me this before and it totally makes sense. They check their shit out. They
0: check out their junk. (laughs) They're like, oh my God, look what I got. And they play with it.
1: Boys, though. Girls, do they, like, rub their nipples and, yeah, you know. They didn't
0: really talk about the girls. <laughs> lick <but> their lips. <laughs> I guess they only have been doing it with with dudes. I don't know. What is that, a
1: catcher's mitt? <laughs> it's all furry. I'd be curious if um, I had my junk out there. I would, too, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> That's so funny.
0: Anyways, yeah, they, you know, because I, I think uh, there's... And animals are sexual things, you know, we're all sexual things. Yeah. You know. In fact,
1: there are animals that like are only born to breed and die. Mm. Insects or something like that. Yeah. That's all they do. Mm. I mean, that's really what we do as biological animals. So I think I think there's
0: some shame that gets attached to sex.
1: Oh my God. Did I just tell you that I was raised Catholic? Right.
0: Now, I know about this. We walk around with this shame and this view of our bodies. My grandmother used to say that the, the naked body was filthy, right? I used to hear oh this. Oh, they're doing filthy stuff, right? These were the messages that that I got. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure oh, I'm not like the only like when I did
1: the naked bike ride for my 40th birthday? You did
0: a naked bike
1: ride. I did. I did the Portland naked bike ride. And you know why I did it? Because it terrified me. And I was doing something every year that- Like was, I wanted to get off the grid for one thing or not focus on my birthday. Mm. I wanted to do something where I felt I'm living, Mm. you know, um, I did a Vipassana one year. I climbed some mountains, um, a couple other times, a couple other years, went on a backpacking trip another year, you know, just for me. And I did the naked bike ride another year.
0: So you've met people naked.
1: Oh, totally. And you know, (laughs) I wanted to back out of it at the last minute. Thank goodness my girlfriend that I roped into doing it. She's like, well, um, we've gotten this far. Let's just show up with our clothes on and take it from there. (laughs) And that's exactly what we did. And when you see everybody else hanging out, you know, naked, you're like, yeah, this is kind of cool. I guess I'll do this. Um, and there's a few creepers, but I'll tell you, I have never had so much fun riding a bike. I had the biggest perma smile on my face, perma grin. Um, it was such an amazing experience. And then there were people standing out there, sinners, sinners. And I'm just like, what, who, what, you mm. know, I, what I thought was weird was all the people that wanted to watch the naked bike ride. Mm. I'm like, no, if you're that curious about it, come join us. Cause this is fucking amazing.
0: You know, I kind of feel like we're kind of running out of a little bit of time okay. here. I really do. But you know, it's funny, you actually brought something up. Um, that I've thought about before and it, it was on a couple episodes ago. Um, I did, uh, uh, episode on churches. Yeah. Did you listen to that one? I did. How'd you like that motherfucker?
1: Well, there's a lot of things that you, um, that you and I agree with. Uh, I feel like we've come to similar conclusions about things in life. I don't know how that's true, but mm. it is. So, um, so, I didn't have a problem with it.
0: So this is some of the lyrics from, from that song, Churches, right? Yeah. Um,
1: emo, um Aren't we talking about like emo, emotionally manipulated? Being emotionally manipulated.
0: The the shame that's attached to our bodies and sex and all this and that. Yes. And this is one of the ideas that, that I, I, I felt when I wrote that song. Um, God he,
1: made us naked.
0: So here's some of the lyrics, right? Everything, we were
1: born naked.
0: Everything in nature is sacred. You say sin... We say naked.
1: Yes. Right? Yes. The only thing that is Uh shameful about our bodies is how, uh, because we're supposed to like conform to certain social norms. Mm -hmm. And that's how, that's how you can, that's how we're shaped into these things is to feel these shames and guilts, you know, Mm -hmm. because there's standards. We have to live in a society that was pretty much our society created by white Anglo Protestant was wasps whatever white Anglo-Saxon Protestant men.
0: Right, yeah. right, right. It's, this is America.
1: This is America.
0: Protestants protest. Yeah. So white. you've got you've got this um, men. Well,
1: white Anglo-Saxon whatever.
0: You know I. I I, I think that, I think there is a lot of sexism. I think and this is one of the things I've actually believed for a long time. I think that there's more issues with sex and sexism than there is with racism. I think it's a deeper issue. And the reason why I say that is as a and writer- And gender,
1: we can throw gender in there because that ties into all of that too.
0: As a writer, I explore things. I like to peel back the fabric of reality and look at the uncomfortable truth, mm-hmm. right? And I usually will test my ideas on people and say, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? Now, when, when I wrote a screenplay that dealt with racism, everybody was okay with it, right? Sexism is another thing altogether. You know, um, people are are resistant to a lot of things. And I think it goes into, um, a lot of areas of our lives and people don't realize it.
1: Oh my gosh. It goes into, I think what it comes down to, um, you know, like, uh, growing up and when, when the Me Too movement happened, it it was a time for reflection for me. And, uh, I, I guess I realized how much I've bought into the, the sexism of society in order to, you know, you kind of have to be a part of it to succeed in life, you know? like reading the sports paper or whatever, you know, I never sucked anybody's dick for a promotion or did that. Me (laughs) neither.
0: Me neither. Why
1: is it that that's something though that you would expect a woman to say and a man to never say?
0: I didn't even think about that.
1: (laughs) This is why you need me on your show more. But anyway, I'm in a
0: union. We don't have to do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was in a union too, but besides, that's beside the point. It was pre-union. But anyway, and just in general, like, yeah, there's- The world is so different for a woman in it than a man in it.
0: But there's a lot of... So I, w- I was a single parent and raised a little girl and I've worked in the world of construction. And I can't tell you how many bosses I've had that didn't understand me having to go home and take care of my child.
1: I, I believe over that. Over
0: and over and over. So I've dealt yep. with a lot of sexism yeah. in a different direction. Yeah. Um, when Lynn and I married, I I took... <laughs> I took her last name and she took my last name. So we, it was Constantino Giles, Giles Constantino. We both kept our last name, but here's the thing. They fucked up when they did all my paperwork because the judge couldn't fit it in his head and he made it in my middle name and we never caught it.
1: How weird. How
0: weird. I I go to the, um, I go to the DMV, and like they argued with me that this was my name, because they didn't—they couldn't fit it in their head that I would take my wife's.
1: You know what is wrong name? with all the isms, racism, sexism, all of that? It isn't until—and this is this has uh, happened a lot. It's not until like a white man is affected by it that there's even a recognition that. It's it, it's it, it's a problem where it exists. No, it's true. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I, I,
0: I hear what you're saying. I hear what used you're saying. this
1: As her like superpower, her secret weapon.
0: Yeah, I hear what you're saying, and I I'm not saying that you're necessarily wrong. But this is the thing: we're in the age of tribalism, right? and i think that sometimes when we like the me we too movement me too movement right i think so i
1: like the we too movement. we too
0: yeah <laughs> i i think sometimes like when we when we attach ourselves to an idea sometimes we get kind of um, caught up in a box within that idea and this is one mm-hmm. of the things like on this show like i really try to do is i really try to um, be open to the things that people say that i don't agree with Because i want to have my mind changed. Like Christianity. Change my mind, I say. Mm -hmm. Bring me some stuff. Let's have a conversation. You know, um, change my mind. Uh,
1: Yeah, but that's scary because some people don't want to have their minds changed. They want things to be just safe and exactly how they are. I think it'd
0: be wonderful if they could change me. Because they got good stuff. You ever been to a church? They got great stuff. I mean, <laughs> you know, they got gift shops and shit like that, and coffee houses. The Taoists, we don't have shit. I don't even can't, even can't even find a building.
1: My favorite thing about if I do go to church still with my family at times is this is the homily, just like the sermon. Mm. There's got to be something, a little story. That's yeah. nice. It yeah.
0: tickle your balls a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not your balls, metaphoric balls. (laughs) My mental balls. Your mental balls. My emotional
1: balls.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know if we have ever figured anything out on this episode. Um, I I, I tell you what, though, I kind of feel like this went well, and um, I had a great time. We're all
1: over the place, but oh yeah, it's your show. So like
0: a like a meth addict. Well, this (laughs) happens to me. You know the tangent police are coming. They are coming. They're going to get me one day.
1: Um. Oh. Yeah And I have ADD mm. And I was a former tweaker So I kind of understand these things <laughs>
0: Yeah And I got yoga in exactly one hour Okay So we need to say goodbye people. Oh I think we
1: could have said goodbye a couple minutes ago
0: <laughs> Did I get the woman's perspective at all?
1: You got my perspective okay. That's all I can say
0: Okay <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I tried anyway
1: yeah. Namaste okay. y'all
0: Namaste And uh, this is Curious G for Truth to Power. And this is going to probably conclude the sex topic of Shove. When I was a kid, I trusted kids. I thought to myself that I couldn't trust old people. Don't trust strangers, they told me. Well, fuck. For a kid, everyone's a stranger. We haven't been alive that long. Then my parents told me things like, Children are to be seen and not heard. Okay, dipshit, suit yourself. Guess soon enough, dad will notice the fire. Anyway, I trusted kids. Most kids do. (laughs) At least until we have some. And then we find out that we can't. I found out playing a very heated game of Candyland. I was falling asleep, playing with my daughter, Gala, And as my eyes shut, she moved Princess Frostine out of the Lonely Pop Forest across the board beyond the Gumdrop Mountain Pass. As my eyes were closing, I caught her. Holy shit! I'm being cheated by a three-year-old. Never trust kids. But now I'm thinking, should I trust the elderly? See, I'm over 50, and to me, that's old. Not elderly, but over the hill. Do you know when you're officially old? When you want to start fucking old people. In this case, grandmas. Gilfs. Grandmas I'd like to fuck. Or grandpa if that gets your goat. Getting back to the matrix of the elderly secrecy. They never really tell us what happens to our bodies. Well, a few old men will tell you about prostate exams. Laugh as they do it. But all the other stuff that happens when the warranty runs out, mums the word. Did you know this? The elderly can still have sex. But really, you should be near a phone. Someone may need 911. 911. Old married sex is similar to moving from one home to another home when you're old. You do it, usually with the one person that shares all your shit. Both of you can still do the heavy work, but you prefer to do it in a timely manner. You will need to take breaks. And if anyone's back goes out, well, you just lay on the floor until someone says, how important is it? that we finish this tonight. Also, as the wives get old, they really just want you to get someone else to do it, even if money is involved. Now, if you don't know if I'm talking about moving or sex, well, that really depends on the wife. Another thing no one explains. Doctors could use a D-R-E during a prostate exam. Now, for dipshits like me that keep taking it in the ass, I'm referring to a digital rectal exam. (laughs) That's right. They can do it digitally. Weird that my doctor never mentioned this at all. And trust me, if he sticks both hands on your shoulders, turn around. You see, no one warned me about 50. So what are the elderly hiding about 70? Did you know this? The people with the most VD are teenagers and the elderly. That's right, they're loaded with it. Like fries in a to-go bag from Five Guys, chock full. Think about that the next time you go to church, Missy. I mean, I get teenagers, they're uninformed. Basically, because everyone that talks to them about sex, either the teens don't trust, Or they don't want to listen to about sex. Or they're just, you know, a creepy priest excited to help. But the elderly? Holy fuck, Knuckles! I envision nursing home orgies. Will I become a player in some retirement home trying to get ma out of her diaper? Why do they not warn us? Why? I think... It's because they don't want to get caught. The elderly are doing some nefarious shit. Things they never did at 30. Imagine the sickest fantasy you ever had but were afraid to try. But now, well, close to death? Shit. Now or never, bucko. Everyone. Everyone. Get some Cialis. A sniff of cocaine and a blindfold. Make sure you use them in that order. And remember, if you have a heart condition, do not go into the garden room at 9.30. We plan to use the -the glow-in-the-dark body paint and a strobe light, including a entire box of dildos. Now, if this is your first time here, rule number one, we don't talk about elderly fuck club. Well, that does it for this week. I want to thank the people that have been showing up and doing the work. We're hoping to have Anthony back on topics pretty soon, but it's been nice having some of the females step in. Thank you, Phoenix. Thank you, Lisa. Now, this song, Think Knock Shock. This is a different kind of tune. This one, we did something special. I hope you enjoy the music, and when we dig into the making of it next week, it might be kind of interesting. Curious, G? the power. No, not what we've seen come like shock. From that screen, that vision got us all uh, up in knots. Box thought out the box, unpacked like unsorted rocks. That cell you got, see what comes with lock. Self serve like Kirk with the gun shot. What I don't know, son, can fill a book. Look, I ain't pushing versions of what? Coercion, how to think? Work, hurts. sink. Open eyes, We's on the brink. Ice skates on, can't slow to think. Yo, yo, don't blink. Cracks come across, thinning ice tank. Ice broke you, all you, it's time to sink. Climate change, it might be real. Holy hell, you freaking think. Yo, don't talk, just drink. Reality floods in, quick swim or sink. The world ain't pink, princess shock. What the thing, shit I know not. Get your ass up, we's on the spot. What you know good, baby, on these streets? What you know well about that heat? Land of the free, it's up for sale underneath your sweet feet fairy tale. What you know good, baby, on these streets? What you know well, obsolete. Land of the free, sold out and locked up. Like shock just dropped Undefeat the world chopped mop. Once upon a time ran out that clock Left all y'all with that think knock shock 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 Left all y'all with that think knock shock 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 Left y'all y'all with that think knock shock 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 We're free to talk, but no one does Free to get off anywhere you trust. Fiction moves us toward the bus. Swords up, me knock off that rust. Cut ties off, it's them or us. poly tricks got the zombies up. Body snatching trucks, backing up. Magnetic flux, it sucks us in. Lies choked us, outlaws crushed us when. New world to sort, stumbles in. Tell them COVID goes, yo, just pray for skin. Turn up the news, we's on the brink. Voices, calm frame, how? To think. Here come more fresh chain-breaking news. Hell froze over God's honest truth. What you know good, baby, on these streets? What you know well, obsolete. Land of the free sold out, locked up tight like shock just dropped. Under feet, world chop mop. Left all y'all with that think knock shock. Fair tale charade, at caves and dropped. Left all y'all with that think knock shock shock. Writings on the wall That devil That devil's come to call